All right, hey people, um, this is episode three of Hard of Hearing. Uh, this time I'm going to talk about actually my hearing loss and just pretty much the whole background, how it started, how life was in school, and now how living as hearing impaired in everyday life, paying bills, doing all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, um, to get on topic about the how it started, I believe I was like around three years old. Um, I got very sick. I can't tell if it was from the flu or something. I can't remember. Plus, I was three. I don't remember anything of that. Um, but the only thing I know, I ran a very high fever. My eardrums burst. So I started bleeding out of my ear, which was beautiful. A beautiful sight. My mom was screaming. I had no clue what the hell was going on. That's the only part I remember. And... After that, she just didn't know what was going on. So I think it was like she thought it was just something, just my eardrums burst, and just it would be fine, I'd be okay. Um, so we went to the hearing doctor, and they did a test on me, and it was like, oh yeah, he has hearing loss, and this is the damage, and this is how much he lost. I lost, I believe, around 70 to 75% of my hearing. Um, currently, one ear is still the same. The other ear gained hearing because my eardrums burst again um, later on. And I don't know how that happened. It's a very it's a very weird situation that happened with that one. I wasn't sick. My eardrums just burst randomly when I was like 10 years old. But um, but whenever I'm um, three years old, so that was, I went to pre-K. Um, so through my whole, um, I, went, I went to school to Bailey. Bailey Elementary before they tore down the school and actually made where it currently is on today in Bailey, North Carolina, the uh, the new elementary. Um, I went to the old version where pretty much high school is on the very top floor and I believe middle school is on the second floor. So the elementary kids were all in, on the first floor. But, um, but yeah, I went to pre-K there and... I was the only kid in school with hearing impairment, um, which I didn't know at the time because I was young and just being a kid, just being happy. And I don't think there was nothing. There was nothing crazy that happened when I was super young. I think all the talking about me being different happened when I was in like first grade. Everybody noticed, like, oh, he has those things on his ears, and they were just just talk shit of course you know how kids are they're just assholes they're brutally honest um i was honest as well as brutally honest but i was obviously different so like through the whole process of elementary school from pre-k to all the way to fifth grade um yeah i was still the only kid with hearing loss i had like specific like helping teachers like my kind of like guidance counselors but they with hearing impairment um they would just take me out of class um sometimes like half the day and just spend time with me talk to me how everything was going how uh, how life is going at home and school and didn't really didn't really enjoy that part because it felt like i was being excluded from everyone um felt very like weird but one of the hearing and uh, my hearing guidance counselors, I guess you can say, the first one I had, she was a very beautiful woman, so I had a big crush on it. That was like my big first big crush. Um, 
but yeah, uh, it was, she was the same one till third grade, and then I got a different one, I believe, I, it was either third or fourth grade, I can't remember, but, um, but anyways, but yeah, like, I think the more brutal, uh, I would just say bullying, just picking on me or whatever, I, I, I don't care now, but before then, I really cared, um, yeah, the, the first, it first started really in third grade, um, when it got, like, super bad, like, some kids, would be like, how can he hear, like, how can he hear any, anybody in your family and can't even tell they love you or not, and I'm like, uh, go fuck yourself, <laughs> I was, I was just, I was mean back to him, so it, it was kind of like a fire back kind of thing, but yeah, that one, like, hit me in the heart a little bit, but yeah, like, as I get older, like, now, that stuff doesn't bother me, but, um, but there were some kids that would question, my hearing impairment and ask me like oh how would you lose it how does it work like do you have a lot of money because those things must cost a lot and I'm like no I don't have a lot of money and yes they do cost a lot at the time um what was it the insurance the health insurance that my mom had when she worked for the state they didn't pay uh, for anything so Blue Claws Blue Shield if y'all ever hear this um yeah yeah uh, y'all didn't do shit for me um and it was it was tough because when the first hearing aids came out they were like really expensive around like say around like five plus thousand dollars just for a pair and it's still kind of that way today but at least the insurance will help you out today but yeah back then when it was early 2000s i believe around like 2001 2002 ish yeah that was yeah they didn't help you at all um, which sucked, cause, like, my mom had to pay everything, good thing my grandparents, they, they saved money, I mean, uh, for a while, I mean, they're older, of course they should have money, but it, they shouldn't have to chime in and help, it should have been the insurance, cause that's what my mom pays for, but, um, but yeah, they, they paid for my hearing aids, the first hearing aids I got were, f they were fucking ugly, so they stood out very, like, easily, they tried to match my skin with it, but, early 2000s technology and everything it was horrible the hearing aids were like brown they were like shit brown and i was like yeah my my skin definitely fucking matched that you fucking assholes so yeah but i grew up my hair really long and um from first grade because like that's when the bullying started i grew up my hair very long so the kids couldn't see them yeah but so that which made it so so much better i would say which was the best decision I could make. Um, yeah, I grew my hair from first grade to, I believe, like the beginning of fifth grade. And um, so, yeah, my hair was like super long. I looked like a fucking little girl. Um, yeah, it was it was super long, like I said. And I went to I can't, I, somewhere in Wilson um, where they did this fundraiser where... Oh, excuse me. Uh, I burped. But, uh, you could donate your hair to the, uh, cancer kids. So, like, men and women were donating their hair, and my hair was super long, and, um, I donated all of it, which, which was great. Uh, at the time, my mom worked at a radio station, so, and the teachers would listen to my mom on the radio station, and, um, she announced it on there, because she didn't want me to get, like, bullied and stuff, so I would wear a cap. Cause I didn't, I didn't care about the hair loss as much. I just cared about my hair, people seeing my hearing aids, and that's why I grew up my my hair. 
which was the easiest thing to do was just to grow up my hair and then you couldn't see my hearing aids but I was a fucking skinhead when I donated all my head my hair so not my head <laughs> but uh but yeah it was it was a great decision that I did donating my hair I felt like I did it for a good cause um I I think they gave me they gave me feedback at they actually donated it to a girl so I was like wow my hair really was meant for a woman um but anyways <laughs> but yeah it was I I was I was proud of myself but my mom said on a radio station like let like if any teachers can hear me just please let like my son wear his cap at school cuz he's kind of ashamed and of just how he looks, not of what I did, but just how I looked, which was technically true. So they let me wear the cap until for like a month or two, my hair started going bad. So I had like a little buzz at that time, um, which was nice. I was like the only cool, like cool kid you could say with a cap on. Um, but yeah, that was fifth grade. So after fifth grade, middle school, the Southern Ash middle, um, was fucking hell it got so much worse uh became a very a very outcast kind of person um i didn't have a lot of friends i only had like maybe like two or three that were like super close which is still good but like most people were trying to be all popular of course be that cool kid and have like 20 friends i didn't really give a fuck about that i just wanted to do my own thing it was kind of like if you're in prison i'm here to do my time and get the fuck out that's how i was um yeah i really hated fucking school uh just because of the, the people i just hated people because they would just talk so much shit because i knew who people were like truly at a very young age because my mom was a country music singer so she still is but i figured out people they can just be so nice to you in your face and then treat you like shit when you turn their back when they turn their back on you or whatever so at a young age i was like okay people are fucking heartless but um but yeah having hearing impairment definitely didn't help with that so like but yeah but anyways middle school was like i said hell um they were just constant it just constantly got worse with like just people talking shit and like people try to pick fights with me just because I was fucking different, which was annoying. I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like trying to fight someone or anything. And then it was like this, the students would do it, but also these fucking teachers. The teachers are fucking assholes. Um, my math teacher, I don't know. I can't remember anybody on Instagram that I followed that was in my math class. Um, at the time, but I answered a question, it was the right question, and then he, he, uh, called him my name again, and I just didn't hear him, and he yelled my name, and I looked up, and he said, what, he's like, what are you, deaf or something, and I said, as a matter of fact, I am, you fucking asshole, and, uh, I just walked out, and he went to follow me, and I just went straight to the office, and I just sat down, and I was like, I'm not fucking going to that class again, and, um, they did ultimately put me, in a different uh, math math class, which was good, and that teacher was suspended for a month. Um, yeah, he was a fucking dick. I don't think he came back to that school because he felt ashamed. Because my mom like told everyone, and he just I think he left that school, which was nice for me. 
so that was the first teacher that I pretty much, like, not got fired, but made them feel like a complete fucking ass. But yeah, middle school was fine, but that's when I got into band was sixth grade. I wanted to follow my cousin's footstep. Um, they played alto saxophone. Um, my cousin, he, he's a great guy. We're like brothers. Uh, still are today. Um, whenever I see him and stuff, we just we just hug each other we're really close. Uh, it's not just because of my hearing impairment, just because we're... He's just a good guy. That's it. That's all I can really say. And um, but yeah, I, I wanted to follow his footsteps, like I said, and played alto saxophone, which I turned out to be really fucking good with it. Um, it was awesome. I, I would go home and practice every day for like two hours straight. It was fun. Um, the band teacher. I I had like very like performance anxiety in front of everyone so whenever I, I played in front of everyone I was very like kind of shy but I think after like two weeks of doing that he would, he would make us do it every other day or at the end of the week I can't remember or she sorry I can't remember her fucking name so if anybody went to Southern Ash Middle and remember our band teacher I can't remember her name but just messaged me on Instagram, um, what her name was, um, but yeah, she was really cool, she would, she would just do a one-on-one -on -one with us if we ever had a problem, which was, I loved that a lot, so if she ever hears this, like, I appreciate you a lot, and you really helped me out with, like, music and stuff, um, because most of the time, whenever I do music, I would, I would turn off my hearing aids, and um, I would just play. I would, I would just look at the notes on the music sheet, and I would just play and see how it feels. And I could tell if I was playing too lightly or too uh, like too hard, which made my performance so much better, control-wise. So I could know when to, whenever I hear the song and see how it flows together, I would just feel it. So, which makes it, like I said, much easier control wise of how like deep of a breath you blow out or take like whatever and um also saxophone it was fun for two years so i was there at that middle school at southern ash middle from sixth to seventh but seventh grade was like halfway there but um so up to that point i was the only kid with hearing impairment it was just I still felt like completely a fucking alone, but it was it was fine. But yeah, middle school with Southern Ash was uh, definitely shit. So yeah, the music, the band class was the only thing I looked forward to like every day. And um, but anyways, we me and my mom moved to Creemore for her job and someone that she was with at the time as well. Um, so we went to Creemore, North Carolina, and uh. Went to like Holly Middle, I, I I believe that's what it's called. I can't remember, but um, it, this middle school was it was different. Um, I don't believe they had. I think they had one other hearing impaired person there, but they didn't do the same like that guidance counts or anything. Like I was talking to before, they didn't do that. They would just put you in a room and separate room and do your testing. And my mom was like, uh, no, he needs to have like a, it was like a comprehension, like comprehension thing. Cause when you're hearing impaired, you would have like a speech impediment. 
um, this per this other person who did have it on hearing aids, they she definitely had a speech impediment, and um, that's that's very common for people with hearing impaired. Like I said, they have something with their speech because at a very young age they don't hear the words correctly, and so they kind of adapt to it when they're a kid until they get hearing aids, and then they hear like how people actually speak, and it's more like I guess they open their mouth more. She mumbles. So it makes her like speech impediment like even worse, but I don't have any speech impediment. Well, I do, but not really. It's very hard to notice. You have to like really, really listen to how I talk to see like, well, not to see, but to hear my speech impediment, um, which a lot of, a lot of my audiologists were very shocked about it because I lost my hearing at a, at like a somewhat of a young age. I mean, yeah, three years old. And they really expected me to have like a speech impediment, but I didn't. So they're um they just they were very shocked about that and they were impressed with me. But um but yeah, this person was the first person I met that had hearing aids. And that was when I was shoot, like fourteen. So from like ten years I didn't know anyone with hearing aids and then I finally met someone um, that was like me, but not really, because they were very fucking annoying. <laughs> they they would just they would copy everything I said whenever, because they would do like the guidance thing, like the guidance counselor with uh, together, and I didn't like that. I wanted to be alone, because I always did it alone, and so I was very uneasy of how telling them how my day went and how life is going in school and outside of school and I was like I don't want them fucking in this room so I would, get, I would just stay pissed and I just I started getting more uh like quiet I just started being like secluded myself from everyone because I didn't want to know anyone I didn't want people to know me and um yeah, that was like a very dark turn and got even darker when uh, me and my mom moved. She didn't know. I didn't tell her. Um, so that was when well, like the hearing impairment definitely didn't help out with my life choices. So I started getting away from everyone, started hanging out with people who are much older than I was, getting into shit I should never get into. Um, it was seventh grade. I still I stayed in band. Um I stayed in band until the end of the year. The the band teacher, don't remember his name, but he was a complete fucking fat fuck. He was a fucking dick. And he would write his music and we would do performance, like Christmas parade performance and shit. And he gave me this music sheet and he told me to play it. I started playing it and I was looking at the notes and I was like, dude, this is like, this is fucking shit. And... He looked at me and he's like, well, I wrote it and you're playing it. And I said, I'll fucking quit. I'm not playing this piece of shit. And he said, well, I didn't quit. And I got up and I left right in front of everyone. I didn't come back. Yeah, fuck that guy if you're listening. Um, yeah, but anyways, so when I did that, pretty sure, because I don't, I don't know why, but when I left, a lot more people started leaving. I don't know why like I said again he was very weird I got a very like off vibe from that band teacher he just gave me like fucking pedo vibes it, it was very bad but um but yeah I, I still loved playing music so I went from playing the alto saxophone I knew how to play the piano because of my grandmother at a very young age um same thing with like alto saxophone I would just close my eyes and just play 
Uh, that was the first instrument that I not fluently knew how to play, but knew how to play somewhat. Was the piano, and then the alto saxophone. But then I started picking up the guitar because my mom started going out singing a lot more. Um, she stopped, like in high school. When I started going in high school, she stopped. But I still played the guitar. I loved it. It it kept me kept my head up from all the shit that I was going through that time. It was it was fun playing the guitar and playing the piano when I got home every day from school. Um, but yeah, I lived in a place at the time in Greenmore. Uh, it's called Golden Pond, like a little subdivision. Uh, so there was a lot of kids there that I went to school with. Some of them were fine. The guy at the end, his name was Tyler. He was, it was, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember his uh, parents' name or his brother's name, but I just know him, Tyler. And um, we were all just play basketball together. So that, I developed that, like, early, like, early high school it was like in middle school at the end of middle school because they used to have like recess in middle school and that was very weird for me as well we never had recess in um, middle school in, in Nash County and I think your, your free time outside was cut off once you hit fifth grade and when you went to sixth grade it was like yep fuck your outdoor like experience and shit but but anyways yeah, going on to high school, it was getting much better, but my choices were getting worse. Um, I kept going down in a deeper, darker path, which wasn't too great. Um, but yeah, I, I, I dug myself out because um, I made a promise to my grandmother at the time. She was really sick. Uh, she just defeated breast cancer when I was in middle school. And freshman year, the end of freshman year, uh, found out that she was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. And um, I can't remember if it was Hodgkin's or non-Hodgkin's. I can't remember which one it was, but she did chemotherapy for this treatment. The breast cancer, she did radiation. Um, but yeah, uh, my grandmother passed away in 10th grade, and she, but we made a promise with my bad choices. She knew what I was doing. Nobody else did and in my family. She was like, you can't die before I do and, and all that stuff. She made, she made me make her promise and say, keep living, live the best you can after I'm gone. And, uh, yeah, that I kept that promise, still keeping that promise till this day, which was probably one of the best things for me. Um, but yeah, like, she, like I said, she passed away and, um, sophomore year it sucked uh, I was the last person she talked to at the hospital yeah it like, really hit deep and uh yeah I stopped doing all that crazy stuff I think within like a few months after I started like cleaning up my act um my mom noticed a huge difference and she finally realized this place was like fucking hell for me and um so like after sophomore year I came back to Nash County I wanted to finish my high school, like, diploma. I wanted to get my high school diploma in Southern Nash High and on. So I came back to Southern Nash. Um, probably one of the best decisions I could have made instead of going to Wake Forest and meet a whole new people again, which would have been, like, a restart of making friends all over fucking again. So when I came back, there was only two of the three friends that were still at the school. The other... 
friend that I had, ironically, her name was named Caitlin as well. But she moved to Ohio, I believe, or something like that. Which was, which sucked because she was like one of the closest friends I had. But um, I had this other friend also named Tyler. Um, we were really close in elementary and middle school when we went to high school. We weren't really that close anymore. I was just completely different. I was more of a dark guy. I was very, like, I just wasn't, I, I was better, but I wasn't at the same time compared to when I left. I was very, like I said, I was just very dark. I was kind of mean, not really. I was just very blunt. Um, had dark humor, like, much worse than I have now. Um, but yeah, that was junior year. Junior year, I was still, I got back into doing the bad choices again, so I kind of didn't break the promise, but... I just started going back into the shit because I was stressed out again because technically trying to build friendships all over again. And um, it was really shitty. Kept going to parties every fucking night. Um, made horrible friends. <laughs> um, some people I still follow. And uh, yeah, they are fucking dits. But anyways, uh, <laughs> y'all know who you are. The ones that I'm friends with today, y'all know I'm not talking about you. But um. But yeah, the people, they didn't bully me as much. They would they would talk shit behind my back, but that's expected in high school. It's just gossip and shit. I just didn't give a fuck. I would, I would talk to your face and be like, yeah, you're a fucking cunt, like straight up to your face. And people would be, they would just get pissed off with it. And I'm like, but at least I'll say it to your face. So you had to fucking respect me, which they did. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, senior year, uh it was probably the best year. I cleaned up my act. I stopped like smoking, doing a lot of stuff. I wasn't drinking that much until senior, like ending of senior year when we graduated. And I got fucking like drunk as hell. It was one of the best nights, even though it was only me and my friend. My friend still today, Stephen, and on. Um, yeah, kids don't do this, but. I drank like a half a bottle of vodka and a quarter of like of whiskey and we did smoke and we drove the cookout in Wilson well as we I drove the cookout because if any of us were drunk or stoned or whatever I would drive I don't know why but I was a good driver when I was intoxicated but probably shouldn't say this now but I really was a good driver um but yeah i did that so don't do that please don't do that kids that was one of the worst decisions i made um and after that that was pretty much like my beginning life of being hearing impaired ever since then i graduated high school from now like life is a lot better it's a fucking lot better even though like today like with my hearing impairment um i'm fine with it i'm I'm accepting of it much better than most people are with themselves. I I love my hearing loss. I I really do. I fucking love it. Like it's like I said online. Like it's it's a blessing and a curse. It's like a curse when you actually want to hear something, but if you don't want to hear something, it's fucking amazing. It's like if my mom was saying something, I would just turn it right off right in front of her. I would just look at her, just nod my head, turn it off, and she's like you're a fucking asshole, and I was like, I know, 
And I would just walk away. I do that to my girlfriend today as well. If I don't want to hear her, I just turn it right off. She hates it as well, but I haven't done that in a while, so I must love her a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was I do that sometimes here and there. I do it to people, I do it at work and it's work with hearing impairment is it's awesome as well. Because it's like you really don't have to hear anybody. You can just turn it off and they just, they know to leave you alone. If they make fun of you over it, it's like you have a fucking lawsuit in your hand, motherfucker. You can't make fun of people who have disabilities and whenever you work work at. But I I accept it because I like getting made fun of now. I, I just really do. I, I like it when someone asks me about my hearing impairment. It makes me feel like, oh, they actually want to learn something about it. Which I don't mind telling anybody what happened or how it happened, like the process of it. Um, you can't really see them now because I got new hearing aids from the shit brown ones that I had. Uh, these are much better. <laughs> you can actually see the parts inside, the, the out casing of it, the outside casing of it is clear. So you can see all the little components, which is cool. It's like a little computer on my ears cost about that as well a little bit more it's like five grand is for the, the the set that i have it's around like five or six so yeah it's a lot of money i'm supposed to get new ones but i don't want to spend that much money on them and my health insurance only helps out a little bit but but yeah but like my hearing impairment today it's like i said it's a blessing and a curse i just i i love it and I like it when people make fun of me now over because it, it doesn't hit my feelings anymore. I just grew from that, but I'll fire back at someone like one of the coworkers. He's a heavier set guy. He'll make fun of my hearing aids. He's like, oh, but you're deaf as shit. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I said, but at least my uh, <laughs> but at least my weight loss program isn't chemotherapy. Fuck. And um, he did not take that very lightly. Because uh, his mother actually died from cancer, so, and, but I did not give a fuck, but I did get in trouble, but yeah, I would fire back at people, like, very harshly, I think that's why I have such, like, dark humor right now, it, but yeah, that that's pretty much it with my life with hearing impairment, but, um, I want to talk about, like, pretty much, like, government aid with hearing impairment. So if um if you don't like to hear this on uh, other people's opinions, I'll do this disclaimer now. The beginning of the podcast of this one, episode three, um, it was just about facts about my life. So you can't really get mad at that at all. But um, this is gonna be my opinions from here now on. So if you don't want to hear this shit, I would suggest get off, or turn it off, pause it, whatever, get out of it. But um, but anyways, um, but yeah, like government aid for hearing impaired people it's completely fucking shit it's 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 literally nothing it like maybe health insurance does something maybe like 20 percent, maybe 30 if you're fucking lucky but um but yeah shout out to hunter the one of the friends in oregon um i'm i met them online before they transitioned um it was from male to uh no from female to male and um i, I can't remember um their dead name dead name as in the the name that they no longer go by 
Um, so that's the terminology for the trans community about dead naming someone. Oh, you dead named me. That's not my name anymore. But yeah, um, their their name now is Hunter. Um, like I said, I'm shout out to you. I didn't realize, um, but in Oregon, they for a trans person due to their transition surgery, like top surgeries. Um, I don't know really much any other surgeries about those. Maybe um, some facial like. Um, cosmetic stuff it, it's all like free it's paid by the state as long as you have like the state insurance and they'll pay for it all um which is really nice uh and for them but it fucking pisses me off about hearing impairment there's fucking nothing in north carolina but it's not that i'm not mad at them because of them being trans i'm mad at the government it's like if you can help this like small population like percentage of the population with their surgeries that cost more than what my hearing aids cost i'm like i definitely know that surgery costs more than four thousand dollars five grand um like with the recovery and with all those like doctor's appointments they have to go back to and do checkups i know it costs way more than that and but like people like me who were I wouldn't say born with hearing loss, but developed it when they were little. Like there, there was nothing I could have done to save my hearing, and it, like absolutely fucking nothing. I got sick. I just had like a flu, ran a fever, my eardrums burst. It's like very, very rare to happen. Um, but yeah, there's like absolutely no help when I was little. Very little help now. Um, but yeah, like they they. For the trans in Oregon, they, they pay for all of that, the surgeries. And they don't have to pay a fucking dime but the health insurance. Um, like, they just do the monthly payment for their state in Oregon. But, um, but yeah, here in North Carolina, they don't do that for anybody. But for the government-wise, I'm not sure if there's any government aid for the trans community. I highly doubt it. The government doesn't like giving any money out. They're just like fucking taking shit. Um... But yeah, I have like a huge problem when it comes to disability chats as well. Like with hearing and hearing impairment, they won't give me a disability chat just to cover my hearing, like doctor's appointments or anything. But yet, you can literally eat yourself to fucking death and be a fat fucking well and lay on your bed all day and get a disability disability chat just because you don't know how to fucking control your eating habits and sure obese people might have some medical problems that they can't lose weight as quick but you can fucking diet yourself to where you're not a living fucking bowling ball and yeah i i feel like that's very self-inflicted on that my hearing impairment is not self-inflicted which it, it just it's just not fucking fair like it kind of pisses me off and it's like i'm not trying to play like this whole fair fucking game but it's like if you're gonna do this for this group might as well do it for my group as well because we didn't fucking ask for it like we asked for help you just gave us insurance help like recently like within maybe eight to ten years you just gave us help and i got my hearing aids before the new ones like that I have now before like eight years ago so that didn't cover anything it didn't help out anything just the only thing that did help out with my um, hearing aids payment was UNC the UNC program had something for hearing impairments and thankfully it applied to me 
because I lost my hearing at such a young age. It looked through my whole medical history and was like, oh, yeah, he's actually legit. He did lose his hearing, and it's not his fault. It's not like he's a war veteran. I didn't serve in the military when I was fucking three years old. But <laughs> I got Vietnam flashbacks. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> it fucking feels that way from all the shit I went through as a kid. But, um, but anyways, but, yeah, like, that was... It's like one of the biggest problems I have with our government is like how they want to help one group out but not help the other. I think that's like a huge problem with government anyways, like with a broad spectrum of everybody. Not just hearing impairment, but for like people, like just how they live in like a culture or a society. Like it's, it's just so fucked. It's like if you're going to help this group out, might as well help others. And you can't be so fucking selective. Um... It's like this whole, like the whole like government in Oregon, their state, like they just want to earn PC points and do that for the trans community, which is, it's awesome. It's cool. I know those surgeries are expensive and everything, but I still feel like that that's like a life choice. If they want that, the surgery, they don't have to do that. I have to have fucking hearing aids to live, to hear, to, to work. So if anything's happening at work, and they go, hey, Nate, that's falling. I'm like, huh? And fucking pat, fat, like the fucking pallet falls off like the rats and falls on top of me. My last words are, huh? And I'm splat like a fucking pancake. And <laughs> it's just, it, it's just so fucking horseshit. But yeah, it's, I have to have hearing aids for everything in life. It's just to hear myself sometimes. That's why I, I talk. Like my voice changes in this episode it's because I'm trying to hear myself better if I if I start talking deeper like if I go deeper like now and I could hear myself better but once I get like higher like now it's like harder to hear myself um so yeah like my my hearing loss is more of a high pitch than low pitch which is it's kind of unique I don't know what that's called but I just know I have sensory neural hearing loss which is mostly inner middle ear like with the cochlea um it doesn't amplify as much with like the eardrum and it doesn't it's like it's like whenever you talk to something like to a wall and just muffled and it just kind of spread it out and it's like it's weird that's how my cochlea works it just doesn't bounce off the walls right it just goes bad (laughs) it just goes nowhere i can't comprehend it it's like comprehending it with my brain it's like nope you don't know what the fuck they just said it's like uh what was it uh i can't i can't remember what kate told me something and i i said something else and she was like what the fuck did that come from and i was like i thought you said this and she was like no (laughs) i would just laugh and be like yeah i heard something fucking completely different and it, it, it's kind of comical with my hearing. It's it's very fun. I like to say I have a hearing of a man who's been married for 40 years because he doesn't want to hear his wife anymore. And it's like, I don't want to hear anybody. <laughs> yeah, Kate heard that. She just flipped me off. So it's all right. I love her, though. But um, but yeah, that's how that's how it is for me. It's That's why I want to make a shirt with hard of hearing. I don't want to hear your bullshit. that's like for everyone but um but yeah that that's pretty much it with my my hearing loss um i'm not gonna do a joke 
at the end of the podcast this time. Um, I get, I'm pretty sure I gave you plenty of jokes during <laughs> the episode, but um, but yeah, if y'all if y'all ever like have questions about anything like with my hearing, like don't don't be afraid to ask. Like really ask me. It's probably actually makes me really happy. Like when people ask about my hearing impairment, cause like people just don't recognize the hearing impairment thing it's like everybody's so focused on like the lgbt like community and it's like it's like hey like you gotta kind of focus on everybody like give everybody somewhat not pride like give everyone some happiness but it's just acknowledging like hey like oh shit like nate is actually hearing impaired and yeah, he's a dick, but at least he, he cares about a lot of topics, and that's where it's like, I'm, yes, I'm hearing impaired, but it's like I have opinions as well, and I want every, everybody's opinions to be heard. I want, I just want everybody to understand something before they fucking speak on it. That's like the biggest thing for me, is just to understand something before you speak on it, and if you don't understand hearing impairment, do not speak for me or for any of us. Um, I don't, I don't call the hearing impaired, um... I don't call them my people. We're completely different. Um, I, I like yeah, we're we're in the hearing impaired group as you can say, but we're all so differently. I lived my life completely fucking differently. Um, I do not sound like I'm hearing impaired. I don't have like any speech impediment. Like heart, you can barely hear it. Um, but yeah. But anyways, if y'all have any questions, that like I said, don't mind you asking me on Instagram, on the Heart of Hearing official. Um, I will be actually putting YouTube videos out. I don't know if it's going to be like face cam or anything. Probably not. I'll probably do that later on once more people start listening. But um, but anyways, I hope y'all have a good rest of your week. And um, I will do an episode before Christmas. So y'all can listen to it. Um, listen to that before Christmas, before the holidays. So, But anyways, but if I don't do that, uh, happy holidays. And um, hopefully you get what you want. And uh. But yeah, have a good rest of your week, and uh, fuck your cunt. Bye.